Hello, my name is Jared. And my name is Elle. And you're listening to The New Leaf Project. We are here telling the story of Canadian starters and planters from all across Canada. But today is a very special episode because it is our Cue the Reindeer and the Jingle Bells it's a Christmas podcast. Yeah, for Christmas. So I want you to imagine that we're not here in the deep underground hidden bunker of the New Leaf Network, but that we are gliding on a beautiful sleigh, perhaps a, a winter wonderland oh. surrounding us. And we're thinking about Christmas. We're thinking about a very new leafy Christmas. This is the New Leaf Christmas episode. So get ready for a Christmas ramble, everybody. Here it comes. <laughs> actually, no, this year we have actually worked at something very specific. Um, we did. Uh, for Christmas. We wanted to give uh, Canada a Christmas present, and that was our Advent reader. So you may be listening to this, and it might be too late for you uh, in terms of uh, the timing of when we get our podcast released. But um, we created an Advent reader. So for those uh, on the more, uh, the less liturgical side of the Christian world, L, can you explain what Advent is? Oh, don't make me do it. Okay, all right, I'll do it then. I just wanted to stop talking. But what's it? Okay, you don't have to explain what Advent is, but you should. You should explain it. I grew up Pentecostal. Advent's still like a newer thing for me. Don't throw a Pentecostal okay. under the bus. All right. There are, there are several Sundays in Advent. It's yes. part of the liturgical calendar. There's, ca- there's ca- candles that there you light. There are candles that you light. That's I lo- right. I love Advent. Yep. And one of those candles is the Christ candle. It's essentially, if you think of it, it's like a big countdown. That's why you have sort of an Advent calendar made out of chocolates that kids love. Uh, and adults. And adults sometimes. Well, Costco um, sells a very beautiful, like, lint advent calendar, so... It's made out of lint? No, lint, like the chocolate. Oh, like okay, lint, yeah, like yeah, 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 Made out of lint. Lindita. Oh, sorry, lindit. <laughs> I don't think that's how you say it. Clearly, you don't have no, one of those. No, I don't have one of those. But that's what advent is, the sort of countdowns, the church counting down yes. to the birth of Christ. But it also, and weirdly, um, people... Uh, don't know this part about it. So it's almost like uh, a lot of Christian holidays begin in darkness and then move toward the light. That's, if you think of the tiny one around uh, Lent and Easter, it begins in darkness. Teeny tiny. Teeny tiny one. The only, you know, 40 days. And the entire backbone of the Christian story. Tiny things like that. Yes, there is a countdown and it begins in darkness and then it moves toward the light. And that is how Advent works. It begins in darkness and it moves toward the light. And so uh, to celebrate uh, the coming of Emmanuel, God with us, uh, we got writers from across Canada to create an Advent reader. So every single day from December 1st until December 25th, there's a new new leafer uh, writing about all kinds of things. If you want to check it out... It's at newleafnetwork.ca slash advent. Yes. And it's free to sign up. And uh, 
uh, I think we're going to do another one next year because this has been an incredible success. Hundreds of people have signed up to read the scriptures with us for 25 days as we count down until Christmas Day. And the Advent reader this year was called Waiting in the Margins. And so um, that idea of waiting is... Uh... Well, that's that's, that's, that's basically part, what yeah. Advent is about. Absolutely. See, even even Pentecostals understand. Well, I at least knew that what Advent is about. Like I get Advent in its concept. <laughs> I thought you were going to go like way. Oh, back. Oh, like, like way back oh, into yeah. church history and stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe we will sometime. Maybe sometime do that. But yeah, that theme that that we've been uh, reflecting on, waiting in the margins, and really entering into Advent, taking a moment to wait, to listen, and to find ourselves in the minority of the people who take that moment to reflect. So it's been really exciting to have um, writers from across Canada um, yeah. writing and, you know, our wonderful um, Advent uh, curator and, and editor, Amy. Yes, blogger extraordinaire, sent Amy. Sent out all of these, uh, all of the kind of liturgical Advent um, readings for each day. Yes. And people wrote and reflected. And uh, yeah, it's been... Um, I've read them every single day, and it's been incredible to hear different people from across theological perspectives and cross-denominationally and hearing their perspectives on Advent. And uh, I'm really grateful for everyone who's contributed and for those who have signed up for it so far. And like I said, um, probably be getting this out to you a few days before Christmas, but you still can check it out at newleafnetwork.ca slash Advent. I, uh, I got a message from one of our readers who just said, I just wanted to tell you and all of the writers who are contributing to the New Leaf Advent series that I'm so appreciating the words written. I am in a season of darkness right now, and through these readings, I am being reminded of some truths that I have forgotten. Thank you all for taking time to share your thoughts. When we had this idea of doing an Advent reader, this was Amy's idea. She came across it during her time at uh, Regent in Vancouver, and uh, we didn't know it would work. We didn't know that there'd be somebody out there who's going through a dark period and they needed people to help them reflect and walk through the scriptures. Uh, and that is the magic, if I can use such a term. That is the beauty. That is the, uh, the good stuff of the New Leaf Network is deciding that whether or not you know before you start whether this idea will work, putting your hand up and saying, yep, I will try. And that's what we did. And uh, I can't, I, like many, many times, I'm, I, I'm, I'm always surprised by um, the number of people that we connect with and the stories that we hear from people who benefit from just putting stuff out there. And that's what we did this time. We're going to do it again because it was it yep. was bigger. And I think next year's Advent Reader is going to be even more diverse sets of voices. Um, and uh, what do you think of the theme, Waiting in the Margins? You've read a number of these. How you, how you feeling about that, that theme? How does that land for you, Elle? Yeah, well, as someone who uh, wrote for it, uh, you know, contemplating that idea of being person who's waiting in the margins it's like it's very meaningful I think it's meaningful for our faith but it also feels personally like you know you're kind of we often feel a bit like we're not we're on the margins and so what that means for us so I've I've really enjoyed it and I I think it's for me so it's good you know at the very beginning I said you know um, Grant Pentecostal like Advent and that whole idea um, is really new for me and it it 
it really truly is. And even like the liturgical stuff, mm-hmm. bringing that into my faith in the last um, number of years has been really meaningful. Um, because as a person, I love Christmas. Like I just can't help it. My house. Well, yeah. When did you start decorating yeah, for Christmas? <laughs> I waited until after Remembrance Day. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. As soon as Halloween was over, like we just locked the door and, and put the sign up, said no more candy kids. Like I think she had the tree up. <laughs> I just love it. I do. I love Christmas. I love everything that goes along with it. Um, and so it's in, it's helpful for me as mm-hmm. in my personality type to be to be a little bit more reflective and to actually think about the fact that for some people this is a really hard time of year. Um, and when I think about loved ones that I've lost and who aren't around the Christmas table anymore, like, um, and then even putting yourself into the Christmas story of what the reality would have been like for someone who would have been a first century Jew that would have been waiting for the Messiah. Like Mm -hmm. it was not like turkey dinners and pretty presents wrapped under the tree. So I think it's giving me a more, more holistic view of Christmas and just a, actually walking alongside of the calendars of, of the church, like is very, um, it's helpful for me as a person. I recognize it. Maybe if you grew up with that, that it's not like as alluring and mm-hmm. magical as, as it is for me, but it's another kind of piece of, uh, Christmas-ness that I've added to my life. And I think it's really helped, um, the season become more than just enjoyable, but also maybe a little bit more meaningful. Well, I think that's really neat L because you know, that's, been a, a little bit of what 2018 has been about has been um you know we've discovered that there are a lot of diverse people that are tuning into the new leaf broadcast and um and we're excited that they're they're leaning in and paying attention to what we have to say but we're also being changed and impacted by them and and so you're having uh, you're rubbing shoulders with people from more liturgical uh, um, uh, traditions, and that's that's been really impactful for you. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it has been. And I think it's kind of like you sometimes long for what you didn't grow up with in right. some ways, or the beginnings of your faith. Yeah. So the beginnings of my faith were very charismatic, and I'm super grateful for that. I think it's kept me open to the spirit and yeah. the more mystical side of things. Um, but I missed some of that. Like, I kind of dig the, like, standing up, sitting down, put the, like, I don't know. It's, like the candles. I do like those the candles. The bells and smells. I love them. I love going to, like, a mass on um, on Easter. Like, I love going to Ash Wednesday and getting, like, the... The cross. Ash yeah. on my head. Mm-hmm. The ash with the cross. Like, for other people, they're just like, oh, dear, don't t- talk to me about that. But something I didn't experience. And so it's... I feel like it, when you come at it from that fresh eyes it's like it's very deep and meaningful for me so advent has really been the more i've gotten into it and actually have advent candles and light them in the house like it's it's uh, it's very meaningful for me and uh, i mean the idea of waiting from the margins i mean one of the things that we've tried to do with the advent reader the best we could was to try to find geographic diversity um some gender diversity but one of the things we we actually still struggle with is uh, how the you know multicultural diversity that we long to see, and so I'm hoping that that will be a part of the advent. And to write as a white person from the margins, it's a little challenging because I'm not 
technically in the margins. Sure. Although as a Christian person, I am, uh, I am a minority person in this culture. Sure. And yeah. the dominant culture no longer uh, pushes people through uh, the church doors. I mean, that's what we've learned this year through the growth of secularity. Um, uh, it's still, uh, we still in many ways are the majority in that people identify as Christian. But I would say that culture is less and less influenced by Christianity. Um, and the so I try to think a little bit about that, about what it, how do I think about my minority or my increasing minority position uh, going forward? Uh, do I try to fight and be insist the dominant that that we become the dominant culture again? Is that what I hope for? Or no, because what I realize by thinking through and by being exposed to. Um, or being invited to reflect on these passages of, you know, um, the prophets talking about heading into exile, the prophets talking about longing for God to put the world right, um, that um, that those stories um, encourage me not to participate in the culture wars. They help me to think beyond uh, insisting that Starbucks says Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays and getting yelling. I, that's more of an American reality, quite honestly. I don't know a lot of Canadian Christians that think, gee. We have our own stuff, though. We have our own stuff. We but, have our own stuff. But, but um, yeah, I got a little derailed of my thought there. Um, no, I, I, like I promised you guys a ramble, and I have delivered, friends. I have delivered. They expect nothing but when they listen <laughs> to the New Leaf podcast, and it's you and me. Everyone else is just fine, but when you and I are left to our own devices... But I think that's that has been very important for me. The idea of waiting for the margins, um, it's reminded me one. I actually am missing the voice and the um, perspective of people who are actually marginalized right. systemically yeah. uh, by the way that Canada runs. Right. Um, and I am waking up to that reality, and I am growing in my awareness of that reality but it's also helped me think through some of the christian narrative is let's take canada back and that is the creepiest scariest kind of thinking that i can imagine that is not healthy and that is not christian and it's not uh, even required uh, for god to show up in fact god has a tendency to show up when we need him uh, the most and he shows up for marginalized people and that's that's also kind of what how I've reflected a little bit on, on this, uh, on this theme of waiting in the margins. Any other reflections on on uh, on New Leaf and Christmas and? Um... Yeah, I think like the Christmas story for me is it's one of my favorite like stories to think through and mm. all the understand the the history of what was going on, um, and what was the backstory. Um, and where Jesus came and the context that he came into and the people group that he came into and the way that he came into the world. And I think it's a, a great reminder. I mean, I love Mary. I love the story of Mary. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of Mary. And just like how young she was and how she just said, all right, let's do this. And the faith that she had and 
I, I find the whole thing to be very encouraging and it's very much touching on what you're saying. It's like, it's, um, the complete opposite of what you would imagine how a king should come. And it's the complete opposite in a lot of ways, um, than what the people were expecting. They were expecting a, a different kind of king and perhaps a different kind of kingdom. And I often just say to myself, okay, so if I put myself there, but I'm here, if I put myself in that mindset, God, what are the ways that like, I'm expecting you to show up, but you're actually showing up in mm -hmm. very different ways. And it's probably the better ways. Uh, and it's, so I, I, I always love this time of year thinking through all of that. Cause I feel like it, um, it recalibrates me as a person to just remember that, oh, right. Like maybe sometimes the things we get caught up in are not necessarily the right things. And it, it, it's just very helpful. It's a reset for me every year, every time we go through Advent to, to think through those things. It's funny you say that because as I've been reflecting on, on that story, uh, this year, particularly the idea of Mary being a pattern for new leafers, um, struck me. Um, she, she was minding her own business. God invaded her life, invited her into something. And she said, yes, she said, yes, mm -hmm. let's do this. Let's try this. Let's see what happens. And, um, you know, she carried God in, inside of her. She, um, through a miracle, through something that she didn't fully understand, but she was open to, she, she helped facilitate something beautiful and incredible entering into the world. And that's how I think about a lot of the stories that my friends tell mm -hmm. on, on the new leaf project is God has told me something something I need to do something about. And really he's not looking for high skills or brilliant strategies. He's just looking for people who are willing to say yes. Yep. And I am grateful that, um, that I said yes. I'm grateful you said yes. I'm grateful for all the people uh, in our lives uh, this year who have said yes to brilliant things. I like the idea of Mary as a template for New Leaf. You know, one of the things that when you grow up evangelical, uh, sometimes there's an inappropriate and unhelpful suspicion of the Catholic Church, especially around their, their, love, their of Mary. love of Mary. But um, she is the mother of God, and she is uh, a pattern for the church. And that is, uh, uh, it's, to a... To a uh, well-worn evangelical <laughs> that is a that's a profound thought mm -hmm. of being willing to be a conduit that way and that's what i hope people will do in in this next year Me too. i hope that you'll say yes to what god is saying to you we we really hope you have a wonderful christmas yeah with i think your, with your family like in all sincerity yes. i think we're even saying that yeah i yeah, mean not it. like in a coca-cola way no no yeah. Well, I mean, like, I like those snowmen. Or the polar bears? Yeah, the polar, polar bears. bears. Very Not cute. snowmen, very polar cute. bears. Um, we do. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. And, and perhaps even a Happy New Year. And even a Happy New Year. And may you know God's spirit with you over this holiday season in a deep and profound way. And may you say yes, like Mary did. Amen. That's all we can hope for, friends. Amen. I like that. 
So Al, if people want to stay tuned to the New Eve Network, they want to get connected with us in 2019, hopefully it'll be face-to-face, friends. I hope that's what happens. That'd be fun. How will they do it? www.newleafnetwork.ca. That's our website. That's where we keep up to date with our blogs, content, things like the Advent Reader, uh, events, and a lot of the new stuff that we're doing. Check us out on Facebook. We keep that updated. Twitter as well. Instagram. We're even getting 2019 is going to be we're even oh, getting better at that. We're so many grams more pictures, coming at you instantly. More pictures than you'll know what to do with. But uh, yeah, check us out on the website. And you know what? We'd love to hear from you. So if you've got a story you want to tell, if you've got a story from someone else or someone else you'd like to nominate, tell on them for the good stuff that they're doing, we would love to connect with them. Reach out to us. Uh, it would be great to hear from you. We hear from lots of people and we're so thankful. And thanks for sticking around with us in 2018. We are excited for 2019 and we look forward to hopefully connecting with you face to face. All right. Bye-bye, new leafers. Merry Christmas.